Welcome to Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, and we have on speakerphone Vance and Todd. Hi, Vance and Todd. We're Hi. here. Hi. Hi. Ready to roll. Perfect. To my left, I have Ranger. And this show is brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And if you're looking to set up rod holders, which, you know, it's it's kind of neat. I don't know if you guys notice, you know, I don't, I don't think Todd peruses Facebook all that much, but this was pointed out to me today, and I've, I've also noticed a trend as well. Um, if you're on Facebook and people ask, what's, you know, what's a rod holder that you'd put on your boat, blah, 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 you mix your own variation of that question. Predominantly now... I'd say the tides have turned. It's the fat AZ bases with the down easts. I don't know if you guys seen that, but I got a screenshot sent today from a from a friend of mine saying something like, check this out, and there's like five or six responses in a row. So that should tell you something. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I see it out here on the lake. Like today, somebody trolling by. I was casting. They're coming right down to Weed Edge. Look over, they wave, I wave. I'm like, boy. There's six AZs mm-hmm. running on that boat. I really don't know who it was, but that's cool. I see them at the boat launch. I see them everywhere we go around here. I do too. I'm always like, man, those are nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where'd you get those? I bet you they came out of my pole barn. They did. That's right. They did. So if you're looking to set up your boat, give us a try. Give us a jingle. If you have any questions, shoot us a message through any of those various outlets or hop on the website. My phone number is there. I get a lot of text messages as well, and we'll work out a solution if you have a little bit of a little bit of a toughie. And uh, you know, we can we can work work out something that I think is beneficial for you and your style of fishing. Raptors, I am close to getting more raptors done. Nice. The unfortunate thing is they're all pretty much spoken for. I mean, and I'm not dealing like, oh, I made 20. No, a lot. And they're leaving quickly. Um, There's a standing list. Um, But that's all right. I have more after that that I'm going to keep working on. Um, But where you can find them is Muskie Tackle Online and Team Rhino Outdoors. Check them out if you're looking for Raptor Jerkbaits. Muddy Creek, how are you? Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Everything's good here. We're uh, into the long days. Uh, if you are if you know when you're coming up, get a hold of us. Sooner rather than later, we'll try to get you in. Right now, the next couple months are pretty booked up. But, you know, we're doing some stuff in the evenings for guys that uh, a lot of them are just local people that uh, are wanting to go. We're doing double days. We're fishing daylight till dark darn near every day so uh i guess it's fun uh <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing our best getting you out there get you on some fish no we can't i'm gonna jump in here now be honest like okay i'm just gonna ask this question you don't have to go into super detail if if you hear someone say man it must be nice going fishing every day mm-hmm. do you say yes it's the greatest thing ever or some days it feels like a job Oh, some days it feels like a job, but it's better than a lot of the jobs that I've done in my last 30 years. So, uh, sure. 
Concur. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just the rough days are rough. You know, there's nothing you can do. Fish don't always cooperate. We do everything we can. We we eat dinner at about uh, nine thirty yeah. ten. Nine thirty ten o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Always stuff going on. So. But we're doing our best to get you out there, get you on some fish. That's all I can ask for. And we are banging fish, baby. Yeah. Crushing front hooks? Yes. Yeah. I took a front hook of a raptor. Actually, it was a team rhino-colored raptor. Okay. Take a head first, head shot, took it. it. He had it all the way down into the gill. It was a little little rough. Good thing I had a boga. Oh, my. <laughs> I can't believe it. What, did you use it to crack it over <laughs> the head to put him out of his misery? Yeah, yeah. No, good thing I had a boga. Got his mouth opened up, reached right in there, took it out with pliers. Without the boga, it would have been a disaster. It's and, nice, with story. The, <laughs> nice with the boga when it just completely removes their bottom jaw. You can really get to those hooks. Yeah. But <laughs> you come out and fish with us, and there's a boga on board. Uh, you're going to be... In a Ranger Boat. Big shout out to them for sponsoring this show. Um, check out Ranger Boats. My gosh, they just came out with a new fleet of uh, the 600, the Fisherman series, uh, which look insane. They just came out with a your standard 621, but now they have a 621 without the uh, side compartments, that storage. Uh, and they came out with a 622, which is essentially a 23-foot boat. Um, Vix will have them. Big shout out to Vix Marine and Sport Center in Kent, Ohio. Uh, check them out for all your boating needs, service, Starcraft, Star Welds, uh, and the Ranger boats. We love them. Now, Vance, you seem to have caught on to that, caught wind of that a little bit faster than I did. And I didn't have a whole lot of time to research that. Is that, you know, I know they have that 621 Pro. Uh, that, that's what they're calling it. Or is it the 622 Pro? I think they're calling it... The, there's a 621 Pro that removed the side storage compartments. And then there's just the 621 Fisherman, Fisherman Series. Or I think they call it the Ranger Cup. Um, but the Pro does not have uh, those side compartments. So essentially, you can walk up to the gunnel. Um, just like with- the Angler Series. Correct, but it's still not as deep of a cockpit. And no and jumps. There, and there's no jump seats, exactly. Okay. But um, I would imagine the people that are fishing the Great Lakes with that could get that kind of Great Lakes feel uh, on those boats that you can like walk right up to the back and net the walleye or salmon or whatever it is. Because um, it's more rangy and spacey, you know, so... And and they had that on that that pro model. They had a four hundred on it. Correct. Yeah, a four hundred Verada. That's a lot of ponies. <laughs> something. Definitely something. I'll be interested in see. They did some other changes, like with the console, and uh, it's not doesn't look like it's molded fiberglass. It might be underneath, but they did some like looks like a leather or a vinyl work stitched. Did you did you pick that up as well? Yeah, I picked that up, and it seems very like a you know a, a touchscreen helm uh, at the dash. Um, great boats, but for musky fishing, I think that we're 
the way that Todd and I fish, and if you're a charter guy, um, I, I still think the angler series is the way to go. Um, if you're just fishing with you and a buddy, those fishermen series could be, you know, fine for you, but you know, we're taking out people every day. So, uh, we love our anglers. Um, really neat to see some innovation coming out of Ranger. I can't believe they made a 23 foot boat. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I'll tell you, that's the biggest thing. That, that's the thing I miss the most from my old lund that I had for all those years is the, uh, the dashboard. Oh, the dash. Yeah. Because you know, the dashes are just, the, the, they have them with these giant screens. There's nowhere to set baits. I can put like three baits up there mm-hmm. and it just, mine's it's mess. driving me crazy yeah. because I don't have anywhere to throw these baits. I like to dry them before I put them away. Mm-hmm. So I take something off, just changing. And that's, so, but I'm wrote, I'm just spending a lot more time, uh, putting stuff away quicker than I'd like to. Yeah. And you get rusty hooks. Yeah, I know. Yep. Well, they're still sharp. There still love that series. Check them out. Can't go wrong. Big shout out to St. Croix rods. Um, mostly made in the U S we use them. We abuse them. They reel in fish for us. If you're in the market, we enjoy the trolling rods, enjoy the casting rods. Check them out. Okay, perfect. Tournament announcement next weekend, Vance. Oh. Yeah, we got uh, Chapter 69, Musty Zinc. Zach Baker's putting on that tournament uh, up here at Chautauqua Lake, and I believe it's actually free fish weekend. So if you did do that, you wouldn't have to get a New York license. Save the um, 10 bucks. Yep. Um, and you can check out all the info and all the rule regulations, meeting spots on their website, Muskies Inc. Chapter 69. Um, it's going to be fun. There's going to be a big raffle at the end and great stuff for kids, great stuff for anglers, bait giveaways, all that good stuff. Zach always does a good job with that. Um, transitioning into... Baker Bates, big shout out to them for sponsoring this show. Um, they get bit. They certainly get bit for us. Very nice. Another tournament. This one's kind of in the future, October 4th and 5th. Beast of the East Muskie Fly Fishing Tournament. Uh, it's being hosted by Chapter 64 of Muskie Zinc, the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Um, you can check that out. You have a lot of time to figure that one out, but we're going to keep reminding you gently. It's a fly fishing only tournament. So keep that in mind with that. Todd, tell us about Muskie Zinc. Muskie Zinc. Am I yo, yo up down. Hey, check out your local chapter. They got them in it, but just about every state that has muskies, lots of stuff going on with your local muskie Inc. chapters. If you get involved, you can get, uh, you can get more stuff going. More stuff happening. Uh, your chapter is only going to be as uh, as good as the the membership. So they're always looking for people, always looking for people to run for the different offices in in Muskie's Inc. So uh, if you want to get involved, they're always willing to accept you. Uh, you can get access to the lunge log. You got access to uh, the, the the tournament annual tournament. Vance and his wife both. Uh, did that last year. It's a lot of fun. 
I've done it in years past. You know, there's just tons, tons of things you can get done through Muskie's Inc. All the rules and regulations that uh, that get passed. Lots of times, we passed about muskie fishing. Lots of times, there's Muskie Inc. chapters that are in the background working on all that stuff. So, check out your local chapter. Very nice. All right, we really don't have a direction for this show, but we kind of we kind of do. But I'm going to start off with a little little story. I didn't tell Vance and Todd this one yet. Um, I don't think I did. I don't know. Days are starting to just mesh together. Um, so this this past weekend, we rented a little. I guess you'd call it a cabin down in Cook's Forest. That's just a. I don't know if that's a national forest or whatever it is, but it's it's just little baby forest uh park set aside right by the uh by like kinzu allegheny and i it's not that far of a drive from my house it might be an hour hour and a half and the kids were all excited we were spending one night in this cabin so anyways uh i was deciding what do i want to wear and this is this is important. I don't, I don't want to sound weird. What I want to wear on the way down because I want to be comfortable driving two young kids. And I had a choice between the AZ Belichick or the Belichick that's been with me for like 15 years. And I said, you know what? I want to wear that AZ like not today but tomorrow. So I packed it away. And this this is an important thing. And I just put on the one that's all ripped and I have paint, you know, white paint all over it. And I just look like a complete slob. But anyway, so we drive down and we get to where the cabin is. And it's like one of these like all in one deals. Like there's miniature golf, go-karts, bumper boats, a water slide. And then behind all of this is this little cabin we're staying in, which is a really nice little thing. It's it's just newly built. So we get there. And we go get, you know, checked in. They said that'd be another 20 minutes before they're done cleaning or whatever. It's similar to like what you'd have in a hotel check-ins at like three. And we're there and there's not a lot of people. It's Father's Day and it's Sunday afternoon. So by this time, if there was a crowd, it has dissipated. But there was like one other truck in, in like this little dirt parking lot. And they were up at the bumper boats and... The kids wanted to go see the bumper boat. So we walk up there and I see this guy. He had, I'm trying to think what it was. It was either a hat or a shirt that caught my eye where I saw lettering in in whatever it was said had a barb. I'm like, there's a hook on that. You you guys ever pick up on like what other people are wearing? All the time. You know, on on like when, when you see something, okay, there's something fishy, fishing related on that. And, you know, I see this guy, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. And, gosh, I wish I could remember. He had something else on. Oh, it was his hat that had the hook, and then he had, a like, a musky hunter shirt on or a sweatshirt on, something to that effect. And I, but I caught this, like, few minutes after. I'm like, oh, geez, that guy's a musky fisherman. And... You know, whatever. They they kind of walk away. The kids lose interest. We walk back down. And as we're walking back down, I pass his truck. And there's a sticker in his back window. Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. The only sticker on the back of this truck. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, if I would have worn 
my AZ Belichick. AZ. You might have been recognized. I might, might have been recognized in the middle of Cook's Forest. <laughs> back to an old podcast. <laughs> and it just would have been this weird thing because when, when I do that little tournament announcement, I don't know. I'm not going to name the guy who sent me it. We, we get these messages that will uh, say, hey, can you promote this tournament for this chapter? And then I kind of glance at it, read it a little bit, and I'm like, what if... What if that was person X that actually sent me that? Yeah. And they listen. So I'm kind of telling the story as like this little misconnection. So, hey, buddy, I saw you. I couldn't even give you the nod because you wouldn't have, you would have thought I was a freak. But a misconnection there with the silver, eh, I'd call it the whitish, silvery, grayish Toyota Tundra with the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance sticker in the back. So here's my little nod to you. Anyone that knows that person, if they listen or not, just tell them, I saw you. Your kids are on the bumper boats. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you sound like a complete creep. I do, but you, you had people in California. I mean, come on, I travel an hour and a half. Give me some credit here. I guess that's true. Yeah. So. Forest, California, same thing. Hey, yeah. you got to keep in mind, how far do I travel? That's very that, true. That's a long ways for you. Yeah, it is. You're it, an hour and a half from your, your house. That's a right, long. Does the truck still run? <laughs> the truck? Why? What's wrong with the truck? Well, I just wanted to make sure you checked your oil and all that stuff. Oh yeah, we, we we took we took the the SUV. I, I I topped it off with with uh, Rainex, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when she had it cleaned last, they did it. So I poured like four quarts on the ground for, to put two tablespoons in because you can't see it. So, yeah, I, I made sure everything was topped off. So we're good. Good deal. But, Speaking of Rain-X, yeah, the word is in the title, Rain. I'm pretty sure pretty much across the, the musky uh, fishing areas right now are just getting pummeled. And even fishing in general are just getting pummeled with this unbelievable rainstorms we've been having. It's, it's, you know, I don't want to say that I'm that oblivious to things, but I didn't realize how bad it was. You know, I saw, I saw pictures of flooding and all that stuff. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that, that's bad. And as I start talking to some people, um, about the Great Lakes. I remember, Todd, you said something, what, a month or two ago to me about Presque Isle Bay's up a foot or something like that, and your, your little secret honey hole for steelhead in the winter. You can't even oh, get to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a, a couple feet to the point where I couldn't even do, there's no way I could do what I used to do when I went there because the uh, I could never get out to that sandbar I used to stand on. I used to wade up, like, to my waist, to get out there but now with the, with the water level i mean to get out there i'd be over my head to, to get there uh yeah the great lakes are up three feet i mean i saw flooding all through uh uh tons of the lakes in ohio i saw were flooded chautauqua right now is up at least a foot or two it's up i always look at the concrete yeah uh, if you have to step in or step yeah. down into yeah. the boat. It's up onto the metal. 
concrete pillars are underwater, which I've seen that a couple times, but uh, that's the level we're at. Todd, do you remember a few years ago when Mm -hmm. Chautauqua was up? By a few, I'm talking like five years. Five, six years ago, it was up. And I remember you saying that there's like property owners starting to get really worried. Well, yeah, they get they get worried and they they put barrels on their docks, like because uh, big drums filled yeah. with stuff to keep them because the docks start floating. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Chautauqua flood stage for Chautauqua is up like you know if it's up a foot or something that is that's a that's a big deal that, that that's making people nervous. It's not like the flooding that's going on on man made reservoirs and uh, man made reservoirs and. Just the river take, systems. Yeah, oh, that's got to be shot. But um, think about if the Great Lakes are up three feet, just how much water that actually is. Yeah. Yeah, we talked like about when you guys did the PMTT down in Cave Run. Mm-hmm. When it was up, whatever, 30-some feet. But that, mm-hmm. that's more of a, a steeper cut mountain kind of thing. The Great Lakes are enormous. And if you take a, yeah. take a cross-sectional slice of three feet, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, you know, th- things are changing. Our, my, my good friend Ed, you know, he's had a condo for 20-some years up there at Erie. And uh, they have a break wall out in front. And, you know, he had to get, but he's with, with all the condo owners and they had to, uh, you know, put a mandatory pitch in to go buy a whole bunch more riprap because it was no longer a break wall. It was, it was underwater. Yeah. They had to go in and add. fish structure. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it wasn't working anymore. Uh, So, yeah, that, that's what everybody's dealing with. I mean, I, I'm sure that the river fishermen are having a – I haven't seen many pictures of river fish lately. I'm not hearing much about river fishing because they're pretty much all at flood stage throughout the whole east, I believe. I mean, everything is. So everybody's getting pummeled with rain. And there's been a couple days where Todd and I have not been able to – didn't have our bibs on. I think it's the fourth day today that I fished without rain yeah and however many it's been probably like 30 days in yeah 31 something yeah we're like 30 we're like a month yeah a month in and it's just rain non-stop uh of course you know we had those tornadoes and there was trees uplifting and stuff at the campsite but something you you just kind of get used to that stuff but something crazy happened on the lake yesterday and it was the normal rain that we've all been used to. Um, and I started fishing and it was just rain, normal. Okay, this sucks, whatever. Now I look behind me and I start seeing all these mud linings. Like distinct. If you have glasses on, you can clearly see that this, you know, may, might be, I don't know. A football field wide with some different coloration in the lake and in these mud lines there was full trees coming through them um i'm talking like full, full adult trees, trees like 18 mm-hmm. inch diameter tops Crazy. and roots and stuff or did it Ev- everything 
green looking trees too. Leaves, green yep. branches, big limbs, uh, garbage. Everything was just coming down like I'm like, oh my god, I I can't turn around right now to go back through that area. So I had to just continue like fishing straight when I wanted to turn around. And when I uh, when I did turn around, uh, I made a run because I wanted to get out of the area. It was just getting unbelievably nasty. Uh, I had to like zigzag across the lake because there was so much crap. And some of it was sinking, and I crushed a tree that was bigger than my boat uh, and completely took me off plane. Like like Titanic style. Boom, hit it, or did it, like, glance you? Uh, like, any damage? Like, I hit it with my – I was driving slow, like, up on plane at, like, 22 miles an hour, but I did not see this thing, and I just, like, heard, like, my prop hit it. And uh, I just came off plane and, like, I was like, sorry about that, guys. I have no idea what happened. And I looked back, and there was a whole submerged tree like, sticking up. I actually kind of felt like I was fishing in Cave Run. Oh, jeez. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so as a little bit more interesting story. Uh, oh, yeah. There was lots, lots of interesting things floating. Yep. Yeah, so we're, we were trolling down the lake, and I saw, I saw what I thought was a, oh, like a milk jug or something. And I was trying to put it between the planer board and the outrod, and when we went by, it was a uh, uh, really kind of gruesome. It was the ass of a dead dog. What? It, it was a dead dog. It was floating in the lake. I think what happened is like the culvert or something got plugged up and it just flushed is because we've, we've had all this rain. That's what I couldn't believe. Yeah. We've had so much rain. Like it was, a, it rained all night, but it it's done that for like the month, 10 times. Mm -hmm. But I don't know why it was such like an Armageddon type thing there. It just, everything appeared. At I think it flushed out of one of the, one of drainage ditches off mm -hmm. of the, I mean, from where we were seeing all that stuff, it was coming off the highway maybe, but, uh, yes, we trolled past a poor dead dog that, uh, yeah, the hair was gone off its butt. That's why it looked like a milk jug, but mm -hmm. it was kind of, I, I saw it one other time in my life fishing and it's not a, just sort of sad. What would you have done if you snagged it would you yeah, have, like sh try to get the lure back or just cut the line and keep going no i would have got the lure back you know it's a carcass it's gone at that point but uh terrible big dog, dog little dog well it's kind of swelled up from being in the water i'd say it was a medium-sized dog hmm. looked like a maybe a beagle or something i don't know it was it was it, I, I, I don't really it's not something you want to see. No. No, it's something you don't normally see either. No. So the lake has been weird past couple of days, uh, just from from all this this rain. But it's been the weather has just been I always say consistently inconsistent. You'll be hot one second, you'll be in your rain suit. 
we've had it all but snow, you know. And, but I did wear long johns numerous times already this season. Mm-hmm. We got hailed on. Yeah. So just a week or maybe a week and a half ago, it was 42 degrees one morning. Mm-hmm. With like 15 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. Summer's coming. It's here. Yeah. Yeah, it's here. Yeah. Like like yesterday, right? Today. Today. Today's first day of summer. And it was actually a pretty nice day today. A little breezy, which was nice. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I, I still think we're just going to hit these like record rain levels. Uh, you'll get a couple nice days, but I think that it's just going to keep pummeling us. Where last year at this time we were in, uh, you know, the no fish zone. It was like 75 degree water temperatures. And yeah, you know, I haven't even, I haven't seen them crack 70 yet. No, I mean, I've, I saw 70, 70, 71 a couple times, middle of the day up in the shallow somewhere, but not, uh, it didn't stay that way. It was 66 or 67 again today in the North Basin. Yeah. We were casting, so all good there. Everything's safe. (laughs) Have you guys, like, you know, like Vance was talking about that mud line, and have you guys noticed that, like, any discoloration of, like, on the lake in general? Or is it just, yeah, we got more water, but it's still nice clarity, still, you know, decently fishable, you know? Not when those come in. I mean, mean, obviously. it gets really mucked up in areas, um, but the north end is ge- is generally clear, um, and then filters out pretty a lot quicker than that southern basin. Um, it all depends a lot on which way the wind's blowing. You know, you have you have uh, today. I fished a little bit around Prendergrass Creek. That's probably I would say that's probably the biggest feeder feeder creek we have. That's a big one, and the whole. You know, you could notice a little color the whole way down the lake, the whole way. I mean, a couple miles down the lake, you could notice some color. Uh, it's downwind. When that when that stuff happens, it's so weird to think because it was fishable today. Mm-hmm. Like where all that stuff goes. Does it sink? Are we going to snag? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what if you're out at night and you're burning? You could oh gosh! I mean, like yesterday, if you were out running, if you were out running and you went to the South Basin, that would not have been a good time to no. put your boat up on plane because no. we were just dodging. It's nuts! You can dodge a ranch, you can dodge a log, right? That's, <laughs> you know, that's what they say. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it. I think the it changes so much. Like, there's times when I'll get into an area, it's all mucked up, and I'm like, oh, this is. You know, this is crap. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to remember that next morning, the wind blows all night long. You know, we had wind all night long last night. I think that stuff is just all, like, or already floating down a river. You know, it traveled its, its normal course. Seven, eight miles because it blew all night long. Even though we're fishing a long time, you, can, you still come back at eight, nine o'clock. And you go back out at eight, nine o'clock. They had 12 hours and it flushes because there have been so many times I've been oh, so mucky up there at a certain spot because of the way the wind's blowing. 
And the next day I'm driving through, I'm going to go past it. And then you look over, it's like, Tip, that looks fine. You pull over and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have a place that flushes real quick. It's not flood control. There's no big dam uh, holding everything back to flood the town. You know, like like uh, it, it's a natural lake. There's no real. <laughs> you have 70 feet of water in the north end. It outflows at about three feet. So only so much can come out. There's nothing they can do about it. They can only let the water stays very consistent. Like we're at flood stage right now, probably on Chautauqua and it's up less than a foot mm-hmm. where these other places are probably up. Who knows how many feet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got word. I haven't checked on this, um, myself, but, um, some more friends of mine sent me a text and said, if you want to go to Conneant Lake, we've talked about Conneant Lake, uh, I'd say on and off throughout this show, but it's, it's to me, uh, for those who don't know, I think it's the most beautiful natural lake that that's within a decent driving distance of me, of where I'm at. And the state record muskie came out of there and, you know, things are, are looking up there. But uh, what they, they said to, to me was the fish commission. If you want to, if you want to come fish Connie at Lake, now is your time. The fish commission has put a, no wake on the entire lake. It is so high. No kidding. No crap. Okay, so for those who don't know, the reason I don't live on Conneaut Lake, aside for all jokes, blah, 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 um, the there is so much pleasure boating on that lake. It's It's just developed all the way around. Expensive houses, pontoon boats, ski boats, jet skis, you get some fishing, you know, some guys trying to fish in there, but it's just impossible during the day. It's always in a one to two foot chop during the summer, just from all the wake. And this, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they're waiting for or how long it will take to drain out. But picture the people that put their vacation on going skiing and pleasure boating. Over the week of the 4th, if they hold a no wake on the entire lake, that will make a lot of people upset. But the homeowners are probably freaking out because some of these houses are million plus. Some of these houses are not even close to that. But that's pretty substantial. I mean, and that's a natural lake. They have a little bit of, they did dam it up a bit, but it's not flood control. Yeah. But it's crazy that they they threw no wake on the whole thing. Go fish there. I should. Heck yeah. Instead of walleye. How about this? I need to go fishing. Yeah. You should. Yeah. But, oh, and something else. And this, again, I I haven't seen this firsthand. I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. So one of the main launches onto Lake Erie, like Vance was talking about walleye, and how much water is on Lake Erie right now, is so when you when you pull up, you know, you're back in your boat into uh to launch it. And you're on flat ground, the parking lot, and then it breaks to where you you know, you start to ramp into the water. Did you guys know where I'm talking about that breaking point? Mm-hmm. My understanding is Walnut Creek, one of the biggest launches in Pennsylvania onto Lake Erie, probably the busiest. Where it breaks from horizontal to the break, 
that's under three inches of water. You are launching. You cannot launch your boat without stepping in water. The parking lot is going under. Wow. That's a lot of water. And then, so let's, let's look at this. So Lake Erie. What's that? I said, I have no idea what's going on at home. Okay. Yes. That's right in my backyard. I, you literally could be fishing walleye from your front porch. Yeah. But no, in a much more real sense, you could not. Um, oh, crap. I lost where I was going with this. Okay. So, yeah. So, you think, look at Lake Erie. Lake Erie is the second smallest uh, Great Lake in terms of surface area. Lake Ontario being the smallest, but Lake Ontario has more water volume. Lake Erie has to go through the Niagara River and over Niagara Falls. And what's your best estimate on how wide Niagara Falls is? Guess. I'm not going to. The whole way wrapped from. The whole falls. Canadian side, American side. I would say uh, 600 yards. 600 yards. I was thinking somewhere a quarter to a half a mile. I don't really know. Yeah. John Daly tried to drive it. He couldn't do it. Okay. I could hit a quarter mile. <laughs> so you have, let's just say it's a half a mile for ease. You have a half a mile wide river draining out Lake Erie. And I think like Lake Erie, and depending on where you're at, you're like 30 miles wide, maybe, by how many hundreds of miles long. Yeah. Being drained, it's essentially like, I don't even know, Put take a swimming pool, like a normal above ground swimming pool and put a straw at the bottom of it and let it drain. It, it's just, it, there's no other way that, that that water really is leaving Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Now, from Lake Erie, start heading upstream, you hit Lake St. Clair. Then what is it, Huron? Then like like Michigan ish and Superior. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of water stacked up to yeah. go out of Niagara Falls. Because yeah, there's no yeah. water coming up Niagara Falls. It all has to go through that. Yeah. Is that where it goes? The falls must be crushing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That'd be interesting to see. We had a, a guy just out on a charter with us that was going to Niagara Falls. I wonder if he saw something crazy. It probably now just looks like like a bump in the river, just like a little whoop whoop instead of yeah. the falls. <laughs> but I mean, how long would it take? Let's just say all the tributaries stopped. Probably the season. It's going to take a long freaking time, and it yeah. ain't going to. I mean, you're going to get some rain. We're starting to get to that dry period, you know that. I wouldn't say we're starting. We're we're still about a month away from when we really start hitting dry, at least around here, to where you know you might go a couple three weeks without rain, and mm. and then it's just going to go right back into fall, which is another wet season. Yeah, let's talk about this though uh, with the water levels. I really don't think it's affected the fishing much. Uh, not for us. The only thing that it affects us is, you know, when you have a tree in your in your path, 
you know, and you're trying to troll or cast a bay that gets mucked up. But uh, I don't really think the, the fish are, are minding it uh, on the lake where Todd and I are landlocked. Um, you know, are the weeds, can you fish, you know, what would be shallower than you were last year because you're up a little bit or does that not really affect? No, I mean, like you said, you're, you're talking less than a foot. Yeah. Talking. We're, we're talking a foot here. That's, that's flood stages on. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's not even up yeah. a foot. It's they're, up. they're still there. You know, I'm, I'm just talking crap coming into the water and just a, a little bit more, you know, the lake might be 14,000 acres, right? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of 13, 13 five. Yeah. Um, I did tell my guy yesterday we have pretty poor day. We lost a bunch of fish, but I said that's why we had such a hard time. There's many less per acre right now because <laughs> we filled the lake in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's had that much of an effect on um, on our bite. And, you know, the season's been good so far. Um, it's just been annoying to fish in at points. Um, but have you guys done anything know. different? Man, not really. You know, the I mean, the, you, you know, we got in onto some crazy different bites. Like, Fun bites. Yeah, I guess some you different know. areas doing some some things a little differently, but you know, those have come and gone, you know, that last for a few days and it was fun. But uh yeah, you know, we we got some nice, really nice fish there the second week of the season, just in an area that I typically don't target this time of year. Uh Sort of came around by accident, and yeah, but that happens every year. What do you think? Where I mean, like, I know you guys don't know the answer, but where did those fish go? I don't know. I mean, because there there was a time you guys were just, you know, I was getting a lot of text messages to where I, I don't I don't know if I want to quote like this or if I interpreted this, but like you guys weren't even like really taking photos of forty fives. It seemed like you were just in the thick of them. There was a there was a little run like that. It was uh, pretty cool. Right now, we're both uh, really looking forward to catching the next forty five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. can't. They can't. I mean, they could leave, but they don't leave. They're no. somewhere. No, they're still out there. I just it's it, it's amazing yeah, how they can. We're having, we're having good days. We just uh, it's been inconsistent, you know. Mm-hmm. 40s, slow forties. Mm-hmm. Um, the big ones seem to get off. Screamers, yeah. And just you know, the big ones are following in. Things like that. Like I said, we don't ca- we don't cast with people, but you, you just never know. You can kind of tell that they're they're little 
docile, you know, mm-hmm. at points. But um, you, you're going to attribute that to like water temperature. It's behind, you know. We talk about how we love it at 75, you know, and it's yeah. still yet to come. So I think the best is yet to come on the lake, and we're having a really strong start to the season. Um, and I don't know. It's still early season tactics. They're spread out all over the place. We're they're, they're, they're very spread out. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. I haven't got into the Like, you know, last year when Vance – Vince and I both got into some crazy, those crazy number days, you know, double digits day after day, you know, that was not just like fishing all over the lake. That was fishing a one little particular area. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was happening. And, uh, and it, it'll, it'll happen again, but I mean, it's just, yeah. it's we're, right, we're right, just right, waiting for it right now. It's very random. You know, it's like, <laughs> Cover ground, trolling, pick up a fish here. You go back through, can't pick up a second fish. Yeah. You know, can't pick up that third fish, fourth, fourth fifth, sixth. All over. And uh, a lot of randomness. Casting's the same way. We had a good day casting today, but it was all tomorrow, tomorrow morning. I don't know where I It's not like I would pick, okay, I got to go hit this bay. Because mm-hmm. my client even said at the end of the day, we, I was like, oh, let's go hit here. Let's go hit here. We'd let's go. You know, the wind's blowing nice for this bay. I haven't been in there all year. And uh, we got fish every place we stopped. And he's like, it just seems like it doesn't even matter where you go out here. You can just catch a muskie anywhere. Well, it's not always like that. Uh, they're all places we've caught them. But... And I, I don't like fishing like that. No. When it gets you know? good, I know where I want to go. Yeah. I know where I'm going to spend my day. And I'm going to take a. 13,000 acre lake and I'm going to spend my whole day on a couple hundred acres. Yep. That's when we have the big days. Mm-hmm. And right now it's, it, that's not happening. It's just randomness. They're good days, but it's just all over the place, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, be, you know, when you go out fishing and as a guide or if you go out fishing as just a fisherman, you don't I wrote it in articles. I hate I hate searching. I hate covering yeah. ground just to cover ground, and that's kind of what we're doing. It's successful, but I'm still just like, ugh. When's this gonna? When's this gonna give me the ability to turn around and just chill here for a little bit, not waste as much gas? that's i mean we're, we're in the early season it's freaking the first day of summer and we're in 66 67 degree water temperatures it's just really inconsistent the fish are spread out and at that point you just you know you got to do what the bite tells you and just keep hammering at it you guys at least i know i know uh todd is in the past talked about making predictions on what tactic is going to win a you know an upcoming tournament on the lake do you have a prediction right now who's going to win chapter 69's tournament not not the person is it going to be casters or trollers it's going to be casters yeah usually i'm really usually i have a really good prediction that usually wins out man i i'm not that's how inconsistent it is. I don't know. I think it's going to be casters. 
I like Vance's enthusiasm. Yeah. I like I top three fish. All's I all's I one want day to, tournament, right? Yeah. All's I want to do right now is cast. Yeah. One day tournament, top three fish. When you can yeah, cast, when you can cast they're they're <laughs> crushing raptors. Mm-hmm. Front hooks. Buried. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun to see that. But you gotta cover water. But right you now. have to cover you cover water. You can't stick in a spot. That's when we do our best, is when we're like all day, same spot, hitting the same weed edge. Vance and I did a tournament there. We talked about it before five years ago. And I mean, you're talking about a three hundred yard stretch. We spent two days there. It was incredible. I, there's nowhere on the lake right now that I, I would want to. If you told me I had to do that right now, I'd be like, oh boy. It it happened. <laughs> it happened last evening. Mm-hmm. Very quick. And you go back to that spot, and it's just not there again. Yeah. And that's that's what we're dealing with here. Um. So it leads you to just co- just cover spaces. You know, if we have like a three mile drift, you can do that on the structure of a lake uh, like Chautauqua. Um. Sometimes I, I, we just I don't know where to stop. Yeah. I, like usually I'm like, okay, let's go back and do that again. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll just keep drifting because we could catch one on the next cast. Yeah. And the next cast and the next cast. And you can drift the whole way around the lake and it would take you half the season to drift the whole way around the whole entire lake mm-hmm. once. But uh that's that's what we're dealing with. So yeah. It's a little different. Todd, I need your I need your guess though. Man. I'm not gonna hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> I usually make that prediction like right before. We still have a week leading up. Right, but this is things can change. Yeah, I mean we're gonna have another show before then, more than likely. I'm gonna put it on trollers because I think there'll only be about three people casting in a whole tournament. That would be my That'd be my guess, but they'll win it casting if they throw raptors. <laughs> hmm. Well, there's the predictions. Um, you know, Vance, uh, like you, you, you talked about you hit a tree. Obviously, that's a big deal. Did you look? Did you do any damage to your boat at all? Or you just said I still float and I kept going. I still floated. But I kept going. <laughs> Go ahead, my cat. I saw I you still... come off. I know when you did that. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh my god. I saw you running full bore, and I was like, I don't think he knows what's coming up right there. No, I, I just strolled through. I just came I, through. There. I just came down to the to that area. I saw. <laughs> now, Todd. Okay, so as you were watching this. Were you like trying to wave your hands or get on the phone and just, you know, try to stop this? Or are you just like, I'm going to enjoy the show? No, I, I, I saw it. I was like, oh, this is going to, he's going to slow down in seconds. Well, <laughs> the thing was, like, I was splitting the difference of other danger that was floating, you know. This thing was fully submerged. And I just hit like a couple leaves and in, in small branches, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not like the trunks that were that were floating. Um, 
And it was just startling. I could have kept going, but I just came off plane and was just like, Jesus. I came off plane just to take a better look at what was going on in the water. Um, And was fine. But I mean. I got a tree story for you. So we had some, this is going way back. Oh my gosh. 10 years ago, maybe. I had my crest liner. We launched at a Walnut Creek. Uh, Back when you fished. Exactly. And I had my, you know, my wife, which at the time was my girlfriend, and I had uh, the Roseberries with with Miss. And we launched, and of course, we did Zero Dark 30. And prior to this, a few weeks prior, we had like one of them gully washer rainstorms. And Walnut Creek occasionally will spit a tree out into Lake Erie. And this was like the big thing on on the forums was there's a tree, whatever, half miles due north out of the mouth of Walnut. And people attempted their their best to like mark this tree. I mean it it's it's right out there. It's it it's in a bad spot. And people were like asking the fish commission to go out there and mark it, put a buoy, do something. It was a hazard and you know they pretty much were saying from the you know to the effect of that's a hazard in the water that's not our responsibility you know you need to be responsible yourself um i see their point both ways but so someone went out there and tried to like put a flag on it you can't see unless that flag was 20 foot tall you can't see things on the water it, it's it's really hard so anyways we launched zero dark 30 and we get out and uh you know i look at uh, Andy, who's, you know, uh, the other guy in the boat, I, I'm like, do you think we're past the tree? Cause we're like, you know, kind of going slow. He goes, yeah, I think we're way past it. We look at the GPS and, you know, of course the tree can float and move. Anyways, we get up on plane and whatever. And for whatever reason, occasionally we will take a flashlight, like a powerful flashlight and just click it on and see if we can see where we're going. But it's, it's enormous water. And we're going, whatever, maybe 35 miles an hour. I click the light on and like arm's length away off the side of the boat, we pass the flag on the tree, like almost crushed it in the, you know, at the middle of the night, but dark, dark. And we were, we were going and we just looked at each other like we dodged one there. It was close. It was close. I mean, that's a giant lake. Now you guys know that there are one, possibly more, of these like half-submerged, you know, ship killers out there. Does that affect how you guys drive, even during, you know, daylight hours? I mean, yeah, I I tapped it out there regardless. You know, I'm just chilling driving. I never like hammer it down. But I mean, but you still like if you're up on plane, is it in the back of your mind that's saying Murphy's Law? I will be the one to find this tree. I certainly would be. You know, <laughs> I get uh, a call and say, "Can you fix fiberglass?" Yeah, because I just yeah. I just put a six inch diameter branch through the hull of my boat. Yeah, but yeah, you, you always always think that stuff. 
And, you know, we're coming up on the weekend here. It's going to be Lunatic City. And I, I think it's nice. What's it supposed to be? Beautiful. So. It's going to be beautiful both Saturday and Sunday. Beautiful weekend, first time. Yeah, and the kids are out of school, I believe, in New York State as of today. Yeah. A lot of them. So it could be, it could be crazy out there. Couple bent props, you think? Yeah. Good raptor casting weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's how the season's going thus far. It's rainy everywhere across the, across this musky realm. So I don't know. You don't know? I I have a feeling. I have a confession to make. I have a feeling that all of this raining and flooding is my fault. And mm-hmm. and let me explain why. So I put in my food plots like I normally do right around the last weekend in May. Last week or so of May. Um, that's about the time everyone puts their gardens in around here. Uh, soil temperatures right around 60 degrees on average at that time of year. And we were definitely there. And I got all the seeds in the ground and I was happy and I prayed for rain because I don't want all the birds and other animals eating all my seeds, which I don't think they ever could, but that's what you think. So I prayed for rain and then I watched as these like pop-up thunderstorms would come rolling through and my house would be dodged every single time. It would go north. It would go south. It would quit raining right before and then pick right back up after. And I was getting frustrated. So I summoned some, you know, evil demons and and made a deal with them asking for rain. I didn't do that, but. Well done. (laughs) Okay. I was just seeing if you guys were paying attention. So anyways, I, I kept. I kept saying, man, why is this always missing me? And this did this to me last year. Like, like I would actually like video how the rain clouds on radar would go around my house and just be frustrated with it. Well, since then, once I got the first rain, it just kept raining and got colder and rained and rained. I have to replant a lot of my stuff because it didn't do too well in this cold rain. So I'll I'll figure something out, but I have a feeling it was my fault because I was wishing for rain and I think it got granted too many times. So yeah, nothing wishing for rain here. Uh, Funny, funny fishing story. Let's Um, hear it. Today. I had a wild group out from five to nine. And uh, we get a fish hit, and this has never happened to me before. I'm going with the waves, and it hit the outrod, mm-hmm. the X, and it got tangled with the planer board. I was reeling everything in, clearing line. Like the rod tip, or did the fish take the line into the planer board line? Well, I think that uh, I think the fish had a play, and it, and it was just because of the retrieve. So 
the rod goes off, I clear the down rod, I clear the down rod and the out rod on the other side, and the other planer board's out there, and the planer board closest uh, to where the guy's fighting the fish is also out there. But generally, when you're going with the waves and you kill the boat, they'll continue uh, their trajectory and stay away. Um, but I'm watching this guy reel in, and I'm like, keep the rod tip down. Keep the rod tip down. And he's not, and he starts pumping it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that fish is going to get off if you keep doing that. And he's pumping it up, down to it, up, down to it. And I'm watching this fish, and it goes over. And the boat's turning a little bit, and he's doing this pump thing, and now it's on the surface, and it gets caught in the planer board line. And I'm reeling in the fish with, you know, Mm -hmm. the planer board line. I get it in the net, and the thing freaks out. And it has line all through those that upper jaw, all those teeth. Yeah. And I get, the hooks are out, mm. but the fish is still pinned to the net. Mm. I couldn't do anything. I'm like, I can't get this shit out of his yeah. mouth right now. The lure yeah. is out of the out of the thing, but the, it's just pinned. Mm-hmm. So I had to cut all the line. Yeah. And they're like, man, that's crazy. I've never seen that happen before. Mm. Like, how? Why did that happen? I wanted to say because you were pumping the fish. And the thing was like coming up on the surface and, yeah. you know, you should have had the fish in about a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> was I, there... I, I had to cut the line. I thought for sure I was going to lose the lure that was on the board line, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just, there was so much line on those, those little teeth in the upper jaw. It was, it was unbelievable. So I just started cutting everything immediately and with no regards to, losing the lure or whatever it was and i just started like pulling the line stringing it out and it was just kind of like fishing out of the yeah. out of the top of the, the thing's teeth and i was just like jesus i had one what i mean i had one earlier this season that uh got tangled i can't even remember what pole it was on but it, got, it was tangled all up in the line it was a small one and i you know i got the hook out and i released the fish and I ended up having to cut some line off because it was all just like you're saying, it was all wrapped around. I released the fish and I thinking like, you like turn the net over, mm-hmm. like just let it go. Mm-hmm. It'll all untangle. It was when the fish tried to swim away, it was like pulling the other pole. Oh my gosh. Now it was all wrapped around its face and everything. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to do it quickly. And, uh, and it ended up in his mouth. And it was like 30 feet up. I had to cut like 30 feet of tiger braid off. Yeah. Because it did have a big gouge in it. But we reeled the fish back in on the other pole and like had to untangle it. It couldn't swim away. Yeah. I was like, there's no, I took all the hooks out. Yeah. (laughs) But the fish is still, I can't, the fish is still tangled in the line. I mean, it doesn't happen. No. It doesn't happen often. But it's just like, this this is the biggest. Yeah. That was the worst tangle of the season. And I have another fish story. We were uh, we were trolling. We had we had caught some muskies throughout the day, but uh, there were some guys walleye jigging. And uh, one of the fish that I caught earlier in the day had some type of, like, 
Crawler harness? Yeah, worm harness. Yeah. A worm harness stuck in its eye. Eyeball. And, yeah, and it right in its right eye. eyeball. Yep. And I uh I picked the thing out and it's actually still on my boat. Um and later that day I was trolling around the same area where I got this mosquito with the worm harness in the eye. Um, I'm trolling along. These guys are walleye jigging. I see them hook a fish and they're going nuts. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's great. I was like, I, I, I know they have a muskie. Then my rod starts going off and it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I have a catfish, something. I had a walleye. <laughs> and the guys that were walleye fishing had a muskie. muskie. Yeah. And we, I held it up. They were holding it up. And I, and I was like, you know, we should trade. Can trade here? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Any size to your walleye? Oh, yeah. Have you guys been catching them? Like, you, like last year and the year before and stuff, I remember you guys having good success catching walleyes early by accident. Oh, yeah. I've got I've got some good ones. I have seven, mm-hmm. seven good ones, but just not caught in the in the proper time. Todd, he's just a master at that. <laughs> last cast of the day, no, but I mean we, we're not catching anything like we did last year with the walleye. I have seven so far. Mm-hmm. That's we were getting them like every day last year. Yeah, casting mm-hmm. when we were casting South Basin. And and I honestly, there were days that I saw a hundred of them mm-hmm. following. Yeah, I haven't. I could count on both hands the amount of times I've seen one follow. So I don't know what's going on. That's down where they mm-hmm. killed the weeds. I don't know if it had a different. I don't know what, what they, the difference is. They killed the weeds, and honestly, it's pretty clean where they did, mm-hmm. and the fish are scattered. Yeah, you know, they're just all over the place. It, Last year we were catching walleye every day, both boats. Sometimes, sometimes I got two or three. Mm-hmm. And Vance says he has seven. I have seven now. I've caught two. We caught another big, giant, large mouth today. So up to four bass. That's more bass than I've caught in the last two years. I have two bass. I have three in one day and one the next day. So I have four. Devastating. <laughs> So excited when it hits and yeah it's devastating they've all been bucket moss all in raptors yep huge bass guys out there coming up <laughs> they're hitting eight inch plugs just tell Sorry. them that you know you got that 28 inch bass the other day because oh, yeah. yeah. they'll tell you about I mean, their big musky the, the bass bass was so big you have to use a musky net to net it i mean huge the, it was a double fister Oh. Yeah. But that's great. So the wall uh, the water's not really affecting you guys. You're still catching fish. Mm-hmm. Temperatures are behind. Mm-hmm. Sounds like overall you guys are faring pretty well when you're actually considering what's happening all over the place. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Natural lake. Yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, other than that, I mean, unless you guys got anything more to add, that's the update for the guides. Yeah, that's good. Todd, you good? 
going to get a hold of us. If you guys want to come out, we're going to do some evening charters through July while it stays light out till nine. Uh, we'll take you out from five to nine. Um, Todd and I have no problem eating late at night. <laughs> Taco Bell? No. <laughs> Unbelievable. Deer, walleye, fish all the time. It's salmon. Oh. I never, I never got any salmon. I'm not cool. Oh, you got a fish. <laughs> How many salmon did you catch this year, Vance? Um, none. <laughs> none. That's He's hardly broken into the smoke steelhead yet. So, oh yeah, that's all of that around too. Well, keep me in mind next time you guys want venison jerky, huh? Oh yeah, we'll do that. A little bit of bake or maple sausage. Yep. That stuff's leaving quick. I'm eating yeah. I'm eating one or two packs a week. Nice. That's keep my doing, what's that advance? Plus. Yeah, I gotta get them nice and fat. Yeah, for us to come and shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> come and shoot them. I got a whole bunch of button bucks that need taken out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you should start planting stuff that's just doe friendly. Doe friendly. There's something like that on the market. Full of estrogen. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right, I'm going to wrap this up If unless you guys got something else to say. We're good. Let's see update on the season. All right. Good stuff. So big thanks to Fatty Z Musky Products. FattyZMusky.com. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. You just heard an update. Uh, lake conditions, fishing, Vance's boat, Todd's dog sightings. You heard it all today. St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine Sports Center, and Baker Baits. Uh, Muskie's Inc. And tied in with Muskie's Inc., is the Chautauqua Lake Showdown next Saturday, one day only. Probably, we'll probably talk about it one other time. We're going to try to get a show out prior to that. But um, it's coming up real quick. So check it out. Chapter 69, Muskie's Inc., put on by President Zach Baker. Um, with that, um, if you guys can go fishing, good luck. And I hope you're not affected by the floodwaters we just talked about. But... Stay dry.